0: It is Thanksgiving, and my kitty, my new kitty, Monkey Blue, is asleep on my lap, and I'm listening to classical music, as I often do, you know this, and I'm reading a cool book called uh, Bloody January by uh, Alan Parks, a Scottish writer, Uh, it's a hard cop procedural set in Scotland. It's this guy's first book, and it's incredible. I can't wait to see what he does next, man. Got a great character, great story. So I was thinking about um, this Thanksgiving, and I was thinking about um, Thanksgiving 2005. Right before Thanksgiving, I had been sleeping in my car in Los Angeles. And uh, and I would sleep at a third and uh, Vermont at the in the Vaughn's parking lot, and uh, it was it was a good place because there was a big parking lot and there was a whole row on one side uh, of cars and there were other people that slept in their cars too. It was like a little village of people sleeping in their cars, and. Uh, it was kind of weird i I remember not wanting to have anything to do with the other people that were sleeping in the cars I would sleep there, and then i'd wait when I woke up i'd go in the, and uh and uh, get a cup of coffee go in the safe in the Vons, uh you know the men's room and put in my contacts and uh, brush my teeth then i'd go to, go to work for a few hours and then i would uh then I'd go sit in a Starbucks somewhere and work on my uh, this memoir I was writing about my uh, adventures, and then at uh, some point I'd probably go to an AA meeting, and then I'd go to the gym and I'd do my vocal exercises and I would also um, in the in the uh, in the big room the empty room, and then I would uh, go I'd work out and do some cardio and some weight, uh, weights weights. And and then I'd take a shower and shave and kind of, you know, that was when I did my grooming and change my clothes and whatever. And then uh, I would go to this, uh, what's the name of the place? It was a coffee shop. It was up to like 2 in the morning and all these writers were in there, TV and movie writers. Some were, you know, successful. Some were, you know, novices. Uh, and it was just a great coffee shop. It was only an L.A. type of place. And, uh, a lot of just cool people. And uh and then at about two AM I would uh, and I would ride some more and then I would drive down to third and Vermont and uh and sleep until the morning about probably usually at nine nine o'clock or so I guess. And uh I you know, I was telling a friend of mine about it the other day and uh he said it must have been hard and uh, it really wasn't i just i was i just knew things were going to work out okay and uh i do i do recall the, my last night there doing that and i was at the gym and it you know i was i, was, I have to be honest i was getting kind of worn out with the whole thing but Trying to stay positive, and I, I was doing my vocal exercises. This young woman came in, and she was like doing some stretching exercises and stuff like that. And after a little, like I said, I was doing vocal exercises. They're they're not great to listen to. I might have been singing some. uh the, the we had practice songs we had to sing. Uh, maybe I was doing that. Her boyfriend came in to get her, and as she was walking out, she stopped at the door about 50 feet away from me and said, you have to be performing somewhere, Uh, tell me, because you're just an incredible singer, and I said, I'm sorry, I'm not right now, but thank you very much, and she walked out, and I just, I started crying, I just, I just, was overwhelming, you know, it's just so sweet that she said that, but also my frustration and, you know, I mean, and I didn't want anybody up here to know that I was sleeping in my car where I, you know, where I came from. I didn't want anybody to know. And I, after that, I I went to the coffee shop and I read till 2 a.m. And uh, I was driving down down 3rd Street and I got pulled over. And uh, the cops ended up taking my car away. They were very nice, I have to say. I won't tell the whole story right now, but they were very nice to me. But they had to take my car away. But he he said he would release it the next day, not after 30 days, like they usually do for for, uh, the infractions involved. And... uh, I just, uh, you know, he, I pulled out my stuff and I, and I went, I went walking from Koreatown to Hancock Park where my friends lived, and uh, just the whole time thinking, you know, you're, you're, you know, 54 years old, you're 13 years sober, and you've lost everything again. How'd you do this, you know? And it was cold. Natalie doesn't usually get cold at night. But I went over to my friend's house and just waited until, um, you know, my friends got up to to get the newspaper. And then I told them what happened. They let me in. I laid down on the couch and went to sleep. They went to work. I woke up at about noon and uh, made some coffee and called... uh, my AA sponsor up here and told him what had happened. And he said, well, Knox, you are now as the Buddhists say, unencumbered by attachment. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) and then uh, I I took the train back up here. It was right before Thanksgiving. I, thanksgiving with my ex-wife and my sons and uh you know slowly but surely rebuilt my life such as it is but uh yeah well this is knox uh as always and forever riding the wild bubble with you and uh it's still Thanksgiving, so let me wish you all a happy Thanksgiving, and, and uh, I hope you can remember all the things you were thankful for. Uh, so this is not, October over and out.